Now the Montana militia has put up a roadblock. What will these naughty Nespers do now? They take a sharp left up the hillside and walk right past them. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains. And the USA. USA. Previously on How the West Was Fucked. Last episode, we left you with General Ovo Howard in hot pursuit of those darn ass purse. He just found out they double crossed him and went down back to the Salmon River. Now we pick up where we left off. Thank you. So by this time, you heard that the Nez Pierce were back on the Clearwater, going back north. They attacked some of the Idaho volunteers and they asked for Howard's help. But uh, Howard went to the, the Nez Pierce main camp on the Clearwater to catch them before they left again. Right. It's like, fuck you, settlers. Yeah. But he decided to come down the opposite way to avoid another massacre to get a surprise on him. But it was a, such a difficult journey down to the river because it wasn't the right way. Um, so the morning of July the 11th, Howard took 180 cavalry and 200 infantry, 200 artillery, and some civilian guides and scouts but around noon, uh, the mile, the column was about a mile long and only gone two miles. Oh, great. <laughs> well, yeah, if you got 200 artillery, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they don't mean 200 pieces of artillery. No. But each gun guys. having, what, four to six guys per limber. Yep, and taking them off the mules and yeah, reassembling and them. Yeah, just getting shit stuck in the mud and fucking broken wagon axles and general mules falling over oh, and exploding. Man, I'm just imagining like a, like a mule... With a couple of miniguns hanging off the sides of it and a rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> rocket mule. Mulio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> Mules at work. Yep. Young gun mule. I was, I was, I'm, <laughs> I was, I was desperately trying to think of something, but it just wasn't happening. Repo man mule. <laughs> anyway. Ferris Mueller's day. That doesn't matter. <laughs> So it, they're pretty easy to spot, like a mile-long column up on top <laughs> where there isn't as many trees. Yeah. Um, so when the Nespers see that, they kind of reverse direction, go back down to the river and get into the position. Um, but uh, Howard uh, decides to take out his howitzers, which obviously uh, they weren't strong enough to even get close to the village. Actually, they did eventually, but yeah, uh, he was just kind of making a point. Uh Basically, I'm trying gonna, to prove that he was doing something. I'm going to shoot cannon in your general direction. No hope of hitting anything, but yeah. I'm going to make noise. Uh, <laughs> even more non-treaty bands joined up. So now they had about 750 men, women, and children. Um, the Braves split into two groups. One group of 25 would head up towards the hill towards the army, and 80 or so guarding the camp while um, everybody took off. Packed up their shit. And- 
Um, the 25 did a good job keeping them in there, firing behind rocks, keeping the soldiers away from the village. But after a few hours, the soldiers charged and the Braves fled. Well, yeah, because they're outnumbered. Yep. What What do we have, like 500 to 25? 25. Yeah. <laughs> so the soldiers have the high ground, but on the treeless top and the Nez Perce are further down the canyon, but with rocks to hide behind. Yep. And they're actually good shots. Um, mm-hmm. So the soldiers are just spraying the rocks with howitzers and Gatling guns. Both sides kind of take up a... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just basically getting rock chips that and dry balls. Gentle, gentle Gatling gun gentle, spray. Gentle mist Like you use Gatling on your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Not on the couch. Yep. <laughs> so they kind of uh, take defensive positions at kind of a stalemate. But the only water source for the soldiers was just a small spring in between the two lines. And whenever anybody would come up to try to get some water, guess what? They get shot. Yep. And yeah. it was probably another hot-ass summer day, like getting close to 100 degrees. That's not fair. So the stalemate kind of carried into the night and into the morning and into noon. So Yellow Wolf, that is uh, Chief Joseph's nephew, was mm-hmm. still firing away well past noon. Another warrior comes up behind him. And tells them they're the last two warriors on the field of battle. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's just 500 fucking army dudes. <laughs> trying to get oh, man, they're really giving it to us. Jesus dudes. Christ. 500 like, dudes just desperately trying to get a glass of water. And, and there's literally only two, two dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. <laughs> We're all going to fucking die out here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Yellow Wolf, I'm fucking completely out of bullets. <laughs> Everybody else is gone. Should we fuck off? Or, like, I think they're... What do you want to do, man? Just, let's just get the fuck out of here. I mean, these guys are... They're not even shooting at us, but they're just crying. They're all laying around crying. <laughs> yep. Stupid fucking white man. You. Stupid fucking white man. Yep. So, after eight hours of fighting, only four warriors were killed. Yellow Wolf books it back down the hill. <laughs> I'm also just picturing the sheer amount of ammo. Like, if they're fucking just shooting Gatling guns all afternoon, just wasting bullets, just just back up the ammo truck, you know, like, we killed nothing. <laughs> uh, the army only lost nine guys. Uh, the Nez Perce had to leave a lot of their shit, though, which was a welcome sight because the soldiers were starving. <laughs> by that time because they ate up all their shit because they didn't take much with them. Yeah, and half of it fell down the hill on mules. Yep, and the guides knew that they, uh, the Nez Perce were smart enough to stash uh, caches, and so they dug them all up and burned the camp and all that. So that's yeah. basically the uh, status quo for all this shit that, uh, you know, the Indians leave, but they have to leave some of their shit behind, and that's when they're at a disadvantage. Yeah, it's basically when they start to lose is when they have to start leaving their shit behind yeah. and their, their, their whole support structure. So north they go through the plateau of the Weepy, or Ass Weepy, Ass Wiping. What? That's where the Corps of Discovery emerged from the mountains and were helped by the Nez Perce. Uh, Clark's son was traveling with them. He would have been about 72 at the time. Holy shit. We yeah. was traveling Wait, Clark with- from Lewis, Lewis and Clark. Yeah. His son was traveling with the Nez Pierce right now? Yeah. Okay. The, the Indian son he had. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Or at least he never owned up to it, but yeah, yeah. there's always reports of, you know, blue-eyed Indians yeah. <laughs> around. Um, so they kind of had to slaughter whatever cows they found uh, along the way to keep them going. Beeves. Beeves. Yep. Slaughtering beeves. July 15th, the chiefs decide to go where to go next. Uh, they decide to go east 
Looking Glass. We've got to remember that name. He was kind of the more dominant chief. Um, He kind of knew the east side of shit a little bit better. That's why Chief Joseph kind of deferred to him, which wasn't a smart thing to do. Their plan now was to go east over the Bitterroot Mountains. You know, every time I hear the name Looking Glass, because, you know, he's called that because he carries a small mirror around his neck, but I just always get, like, Carly Simon in my head, like, you're so vain. <laughs> just picturing this guy, like, they're trying to tell him shit, and he's, like, <laughs> combing his hair and admiring like himself in the mirror. Steel Panther. <laughs> What's that? What, Joseph? <laughs> yeah. uh, so go east through the Bitterroots and down through Yellowstone Country. Yay, go find what the crow, right? Uh, first, they would get horses from the Flatheads, who are their friends. Oh, my God, dude. And then fucking to the crow. Brandon Lee shows up, just starts killing fucking white dudes. Oh, from the crow. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Not, not, that, not that the crow. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, like, there's a line of fire in the grass, shaped like a giant bird. <laughs> yep. And some horribly emo fucking music playing. <laughs> Why won't it stop raining? It's always raining. It's always night, and it's always raining. It's always devil's night. Yo. So this is called the Lolo Trail, which you can take Highway 12 now. The what yep. trail? Lolo. Lolo. This is the trail they would cross all the time to hunt buffalo in the, in the shit. The Lolo Trail sounds like um, where you buy used cars or something. Low, Come on low. Down to the low, low trail. <laughs> Just follow prices in the country. Follow the inflatable gorilla to the low, low trail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Was Lolo Pass part of that, or is that not yep. quite attached? So that even goes I 90. Mm. Lolo's I 90, I think. No, wait. No, but, that's 12. Oh, so that's 12. I think. Okay. Uh, what am you, I thinking? You kind of meet up with the two right at uh, Missoula. Okay, that's yeah. well. You ever play Lolo for Nintendo? No, pretty good game. Uh, uh, you're like a you're like a little blue dust ball with eyes and legs. Yeah, isn't it basically you look like Kirby or kind of yeah? And then your girlfriend gets stolen by a wizard and you have to survive. It's like I remember it's like ninety nine uh, rooms in a in a castle and they're all different puzzles. Yeah, it's Lolo's just, Castle. Lolo's Castle, and you just push around little blocks and ish. Well, first of all, when I that always think of, awesome. I always think of Lilu Dallas. First of all, multi pass, multi pass, and then also. Uh, the old uh, uh, Age of Empires 2 when you have the, the monks that convert people. I've like, never actually played Age of Empires. Well, whenever they convert you, they, they, it's famous. Like, yo, no, no. Yo, no, no. Yeah, it's like the, you RT- see that on all the, all the RTS games that are like, yeah. you know. The, no, no, no. the best is uh, Red Alert. Whenever you, they blow up like a te- some kind of tech building, all the, all launch detected. Yeah, all that's left after a tech building gets blown up is, is a like scientist. One, yeah, it's like one engineer and one uh, like our uh, what do you call infantry. Yeah, and every time you click on the scientist, he he has two shots. You can make him attack somebody. He goes two shots, runs out of bullets, and he runs around with his hands in the air until yeah. he gets killed. But when you click on him, he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, oh, okay. He's like the nerdiest fucking voice actor. Him ever. and the guy that drives the harvesters. They, when they blow up a harvester, there's usually like a civilian running around with like a nine. Yeah, yeah, that guy too. Yeah. He's like, cap, cap. Ah, Those are the guys I always send, because I like playing as the Russians, I always send the German shepherds after them. I don't know why the Germans, had, the Russians had a bunch of German oh, yeah, shepherds. yeah, they got a bunch of dogs. That's right. Those are great, because they just tear fucking yeah. dudes apart. Good games. Good games. Anyways. I haven't played video games since uh, Atari basketball. Bullshit. Like on, Fuck ar- you. Like on Airplane. They're playing Atari basketball on their plane. Your neighbors are like trees and trout. He's full of shit. I've, I've, you gotta play. I've video literally games. played like old uh, NFL like Madden shit against them and like uh, Pilot Wings back in the day. 
And, and we played Nick Payne or whatever the fuck the word. Max Payne? Max Payne. Yeah, we played Max Payne. Virtual masturbator. That's my favorite. Yeah. Head kicker. <laughs> Head kicker. So at the end of the uh, Bitterroot Valley are hundreds of uh, settlers waiting for them. And they uh, set up their police trap. Oh, is that uh, the, that's the roadblock one? Yep. Where they have, uh, what? there's a guy, uh, there's an army guy with the settlers though. Uh, well, they had 36 regular troops. That might have been uh, Gibbon. That's from Fort Fizzle. Like they started calling it Fort, Fort Fizzle. Oh, yeah. Because it, yeah. No, that, I don't think it, that was Gibbon. Because it failed to do its job. So it was oh, okay, Fort cool. Fizzle. I thought that was actually the name of it. No. Because this is the one where the Nez Perce just went and talked to the civilians and said, hey, look, man, we promise, we're, like, if you let us into Montana, we won't fuck your shit up. Or we'll, we'll leave everybody alone in Montana. We just want to get through here. And they're like, oh, by the way, they're like, all right. By the way, there's 500 military assholes chasing us. Yeah, well, and the, and the, like, the army guy's like, well, the civilians are like, no, just, yeah, we're going to let them go. And well, actually, go it's uh, kind of like Blues Brothers, man. Yeah. Well, chased. about a quarter mile away from the roadblock, they just turn away from the trail and climb the steep hillside and go around them. Oh, is that, that's a different roadblock then? Yeah. Because that's the one where they, yeah, they thought they were not ever going to be able to get on the cliff. And then all of a sudden, the whole village is just. Yep. Up there mountain goating it with all their shit. That's not the first time that's going to yeah. happen either. Uh, and then the women go to town to shop. Oh, yeah. Because they wanted to show that they do, you know, we're going to have goodwill for, you know, we're going to pay for stuff. We're not going to steal stuff. Right. And I guess they were getting price gouged, but they're like, no, just. Whatever. Well, like, yeah. as long as long as we make a good like, impression. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, I love your hat. By the way, we're being pursued by the army. Uh, like, <laughs> nice to see y'all. Yeah. How much is that? Cool. I don't give a shit. Yeah, just yeah. Give just, me the fucking hat. Here's the money. Well, take the onions. Okay. Yeah. 40 bucks. Whatever. Ladies be shopping. Yep. yep. So that was the town of Stevensonville, uh, which would be south of Missoula today. Stevensonville. Stevensonville. Place. Yep. Uh, most everything was boarded shut, but one mercantile was open. Uh, the owners, the Buck Brothers, <laughs> decided to trade with them. Uh, My name's Buck. My name's Buck, too. I'm Buck, Buck. This is Buck, Buck, Buck. We yep. like to fuck. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they were gouging them because they knew they were rich. But the Buck Bros didn't have any flour. So they sent them... North of town to the mill, but that was right next to uh, Fort Owen, where the rest of the town were holed up. So they're yeah, just watching them through a crack in the so wall. Basically, the, the it, it's like here. the Nez Pierce are coming into town to shop, and all everybody in town is like holed up, like. <laughs> and they're like, "We, we commerce can, can I, hey, can we get some help here at the at ding, the ding, ding, Mercantile?" Ding, ding, ding. Oh my God, it's Indians! Help me, please don't kill us. <laughs> no, I really, do, I just really want to buy some. Denim from you. If you'd come out with denim, would like to some some flour. I'd like to buy flour. No? Yeah, get free sub with their punch card yep. and stuff like that. <laughs> so they get their flour and ride another uh, 65 miles east to the Continental Divide. Uh, everybody kind of wanted to go to Canada at that time, but it was Looking Glass's idea, and uh, he was pretty assertive that they go to the Crows and join forces with them. Um, he didn't think anybody would attack him because the uh, army has done such a shit job so far. Uh, <laughs> some chiefs question his lack of hurry upness. <laughs> <laughs> then they go camp at what they call the Place of the Ground Squirrels, or what the settlers call Big Hole. Big Hole. Big Bad Hole. 
So that was uh, seven weeks after they first gathered to go to the reservation. So Fuck, it's man. almost two two months on. I was really hoping that they would just get their land and shit would be over. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Fuck. So, Colonel John Gibbon, he was kind of the uh, guy in Montana at the time. Of course, always actually picture an actual Gibbon. Oh, like, yeah. straight up. Colonel Gibbon. Like, <laughs> yep. Sheriff Mandrill. Yep. <laughs> uh, Officer McCacke. So, yeah, I was going to say Sergeant McCacke. <laughs> uh, Gibbon was a few years, uh, he was a... Uh, commanding the Montana column to help out Custer at the Little Bighorn, mm-hmm. but Custer didn't wait for him. Yep. So that was Custer's isn't that, fault. Isn't that uh, the guy that was like, now Custer, don't be greedy, wait for us. Yep. I, I will not. Or no, I won't. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> so he finds the big hole camp on August 8th. They have a cold meal of hardtack and nap on pine branches. And, and they what? Pine branches? Well, they can't have a... A fire and oh. pine, pine branches are much better than sleeping on a rock, I guess. Oh, you oh said, I thought that was part of the fucking said, meal. And you said nap on pine branches. I, I, uh, I, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like snack on pine yeah. branches. Like, oh, this hard attack is horrific, but these pine branches are even worse. Oh, oh, there's so much needles. Oh, God, the tar. I suppose that you could put that in your gin. That would make sense. Make up. Tea, make out, tea of it. out of it, yeah. I saw that on Man vs. Wild. It's on all kinds of shit. Yeah. Vitamin C. Vitamin C. You can also eat the inner bark of a lot of pine trees, but you're not going to just like. Or it can squeeze water out of branch. elephant shit. Or out of cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or skunks. So they leave about midnight. They have about 180 men, and they would attack at dawn from three different sides. Never four. No. Um, they would get as close as they could and then fire three volleys into the tents. Low, then charge. Um, they waited two hours and then left. One group runs across old man checking the horses and blasted them three times. Then they charged. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always they find somebody ahead of it and always go early and yep. always tip them off. Just always like happens. Taking them out quietly. It's just, oh, fuck it. You know. Uh, element of surprise, gone. Yeah. Or yep. like, oh shit, I pushed the wrong button. I was trying to do a stealth kill. <laughs> yep, yep. Fuck. <laughs> of course, now they're just firing blindly into camp and didn't discriminate against women and children. Yeah, no, this is the scene from uh, Predator where they're all just, ah, in the yeah. jungle. Yep. Oh yeah, that's pretty much every attack. Yeah. So uh, the guy who started the war, uh, he gets uh, grabs his gun, hides behind a log, and pops a soldier and shoots him dead and then he gets shot dead and then his pregnant wife took his rifle oh yeah shot another soldier and then she was shot dead and fell on top of her dead husband yep but now the war's over right because he's the one that started it yeah that's how that always works yeah oh shit no they gotta go back and kill that whitey that fucking started the war that they were getting revenge for but also the army has to kill a bunch of babies and stuff Mm -hmm. okay yeah um Joseph was out hiding on the north side of the camp with his newborn baby. Uh, he left his wounded wife in a tent on the on, and this guy two moons runs past him. Joseph said to him, "I have no guns to defend myself," and he was barefoot and did not have pants on. Oh, <laughs> two moons. Uh, Joseph. Joseph. And then yeah. Two moons said, "Skip for your life, save the child," which he did. The warriors were regrouping on the north side of camp. Uh, Yellow Wolf, he was kind of the bravest of the braves. He runs south through the camp towards the soldiers. He found one soldier crawling around wounded, 
and he bludgeoned him so hard with a war club, his false teeth fell out. <laughs> and he t- then he takes his rifle. His false teeth that are made out of like wood and fucking yeah. horse horse bone and shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just corpse teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, fighting was so close they could recognize the settlers that they just traded with. Oh, good. <laughs> hey, I, I just bought this bullet from you. Yeah, I want it back. <laughs> Uh, Joseph hands off his baby girl, and the soldiers had not attacked the North End yet, so like, he went to gather up the herd, it, which was even more important than killing one. Pre- press E to swap newborn for Colt pistol. <laughs> <laughs> so over the next two hours, the Nez Perce were kind of getting their shit together and uh, attacking. <laughs> I like how it's kind of like... For the next two hours, they're like, fuck, where are my moccasins? And there's just, like, bullets whizzing overhead and just people die. Fuck, where, where'd my gun go? Okay, here, uh, who's got the horse? Okay, we're... <laughs> shit. Woman, like, where's my super suit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, just chaos. Mm-hmm. So now the soldiers are starting to get picked off by the Braves shooting behind trees and stuff. And now they're kind of uh, going back up south towards uh, going uphill. Uh, they do have a howitzer up there, but the uh, puffs of smoke kind of give away the position. So several warriors run uphill and kill the soldiers loading it and wound two others and then run off the rest. Uh, a guy named Pio Pio Tholik. Yep. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> Pio Pio Tholik. Yep. It's the sound of two gunshots and a body hitting the ground. Yep. He wanted to turn the gun on the soldiers, but his friends run off, so he just kicked off the one of the wheels and the barrel runs down rolls down the hill so <laughs> I like how you make it sound like he just kicks the wheel like straight up Jackie Chan's a fucking wheel off this yeah and somehow he disabled it I was gonna say it probably took 15 minutes of prying and cussing and yeah but, wait oh of a howitzer right I'm just it's yeah like on a wagon well it, it, it would be like it would be like two wagon wheels you know like a yeah, yeah. army cannon right but I'm just picturing the way he describes it it's like Judo kick and just like wheels off. You know. Judo chop. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. What? You ate my fucking schnitzel. What? You ate my fucking schnitzel. Well, it's in there. If you put it in there, then it's it's fair game yeah. for anybody who wants to eat it. Well, then maybe this is fair game. Wow! Thinking there was a little more going on than that with a yeah. fucking yep. 600 pound artillery piece. Perhaps. Uh, Yellow Wolf pokes his head into a teepee where he knew that a woman had given birth the night before. He sees that they are both dead along with a midwife, the baby's head crushed by a boot or a rifle butt. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So most of the Braves kind of go back to attend to the dead. Uh, well, maybe... I'm just picturing also the yellow wolf, like, slow turn to the camera with, like, epic music. Yeah. That's the point when, like, Bruce Lee finds out that his mouth is bleeding. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> tastes it real quick and then just fucking unleashes holy hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Nespers probably lose 30 warriors. And probably twice that in women and children. Yep. Joseph uh, brings the herd back together and they start packing while um, the warriors are still shooting at them, <laughs> holding them off. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, grab your shit. Come on. We we got to get going. We got to hit them. Yeah. Pew, pew, oh, shit. Pew. I forgot my iPod. Yeah. Oh, crap. Um, Have you seen my, my lucky towel? Just just Wilhelm screams for days. Like, you know, you... You got to have, like, somebody on fire for no apparent reason, like, staggering through the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, have you have you seen my buckskins? Uh, yeah, I think they do start a fire, too. And uh, so basically, Gibbon oh. is now surrounded and fucked. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's easy uh, to get surrounded when you ride right in the middle of enemy position and yep, and yeah. leave them an escape route. Yeah, yeah. So by August six, Howard uh, finally gets over Lolo Pass and into the Bitterroot Valley. There he finds out that Gibbon found the Nez Perce, so he kind of takes Boy, off find with cavalry and uh, covered the seventy-five miles in three days. So he catches the last of the warriors taking off from the previous morning. Um, the soldiers held their position, I guess, but and then claimed that they won. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> yeah. So now the uh, Bannock, the Paiute scouts for uh, Howard, are starting to dig up the Nez Perce bodies and scalping them. Which is nice. Um, Wait, that's the the the, the US, army, US the army, army Indians. Yep. Oh, it's, the army it, Indians. Yeah. Gotcha. And of course, next year uh, Howard has to fight a war against them. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Thanks for the help. Yep. So uh, Howard was overheard uh, saying, "If I got there sooner, uh, everybody would have been captured and not killed." Yeah. He's probably Goddamn not wrong. Ned Flanders. He might have um, tried to prevent the women and children at least. You know. Yeah. Howard did feel bad about the whole thing, Aww. and he but he still reported large losses of the Nez Perce up the chain of command, but didn't really tell them that they're mostly women and children. Yeah. Uh, but he did have his soldiers rebury the dead, so that's nice of him. Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> harder for somebody to come later and say, hey, these are all women and children. What are you trying to pull? Mm-hmm. So after that, Looking Glass uh, kind of takes most of the blame for uh, not hurrying up. Most decide to follow Lean Elk or Poker Joe, as he called by Whitey. <laughs> He's a guy who lived in the Bitterroot Valley, so he knew the Montana Territory uh, a lot better than all these other assholes. Um, so the warriors kind of spread out, and they kind of get horses from farms that were deserted now because everybody took off because they knew that they were coming. Uh, Howard wasn't that far behind and uh, knew that the Nez Perce would run again, so he telegraphed... For another force to come out of the east or south to surround him. Dun, 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 dun. And this is going to be Nelson Miles. Miles. Why not just stop chasing them? Because it's his job, man. It's what he's got to do. He he's, even, but he's not trying to kill him now, right? He's well, trying he's, to just, he's, he's, hey, 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 it's okay. Oh, he's still, he's trying to stop him and put him back on the res no matter what. And probably, right. you know what's going to happen. But is, I mean, it's, a, it's at Well, a you point. know what's going to ca- happen is he, if he captures them, somebody else from somewhere is going to come and hang all the men. Yeah. And like, yeah, but he's, he's trying. They're he, all freaked out because they're like, we're being chased by the fucking Well, military. but he's also trying to stop civilian losses. Uh, that they're, you know, Basically, he's just trying to stop this from turning into a wholesale fucking war. Right. Well, which it kind like of is. is. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, the Nez Pierce aren't like trying to kill people. They're like, they're, anytime they come up against civilians, they're like, I'd like to buy your shit yeah. and leave. I'll take a Kit Kat and a Gatorade. Why yeah. are you running? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already prepaid at the pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're stealing our gas. Uh, I fucking paid for this. <laughs> Howard even uh, sends word back t- to uh, telegraph back to San Francisco to question what if this is even worth doing <laughs> yeah, it's montana we don't need it. oh and plus uh nelson a miles yep that namesake of mile city fuck, fuck, fuck mile city <laughs> so much oh we were talking that uh miles's son was a uh, high up probably a colonel or something back in world war ii in charge of the intelligence for uh pearl harbor yeah chief like a uh, chief of intelligence for Good job, dude. Yeah. Good job. Queen of fame. Now, Nelson Miles himself is actually a pretty competent dude. Yeah. Uh, everybody complained that he was, um, like, ambitious. 
yeah. and actually did his job well. Because, yep. like, during that whole mop-up of the Little Bighorn shit, uh, he was actually doing his job while Crook was out fishing in the Bighorns. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I'm going to catch me a hundred trout. Okay. You're supposed to be chasing these guys. Yeah. I can't find them anyway. So Howard probably gets within 15 or 20 miles, but he lets his soldiers rest on Sunday because, you know. He's religious. Because it's Sunday. Ned Flanders. Uh, <laughs> he telegraphs again what he should do. Uh, that night, a few braves sneak into his camp and made off with some horsies. Um, one guy, uh, Otsky, known for his crazy behavior. He's obviously a nice person. Odds, odds guy. Odds odd, guy. Odd, odd guy. Yep. He shoots off his weapon just for no reason. <laughs> so the rest of the warriors just take their horses through the camp, and Howard almost gets trampled in his tent. <laughs> so everybody wakes up and just starts shooting into yeah. the darkness. And yeah, basically, they probably rode the fuck off. The soldiers stood there for another three hours just shooting at shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Odds guy probably knew that was going to happen. He's That's like, this exactly could be what, fucking funny, precisely man. why they did it. Go, go, go. Got to keep them on their toes, man. Yep. So uh, the next morning they realize uh, they did lose some of their horses, but they lost 150 mules. Which Always were, the fucking mules. Which were most of their pack trains, so they're kind of fucked, and they ought to have to go to Virginia City right. to get some more supplies. Um, so actually even more infantry arrives at that time because they're actually closer to Fort Ellis where Gibbon was. Well, that and Miles is transporting his infantry in wagons instead of making them fucking march like a bunch of assholes. Well, Miles doesn't meet up with the Nez Perce until the very last. Well, I know, but right now Miles is on his way, mm-hmm. but he's not marching his guys like fucking straight fucking Santa Ana style. He's got them riding in fucking wagons. So the, as, as best as they can. Yeah. You know, there's sometimes we're going to have to get out and walk. But yes, so when they actually show up to fight, they won't be all fucked up. What a concept. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, when uh, Howard gets to Virginia City, uh, he uh, telegraphs Sherman again and, uh, you know, asking, kind of hinting that he wants to step down. And uh, Sherman says... Uh, if you're tired, just let somebody younger lead. Yeah. <laughs> and those two are actually friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why he didn't get fired Shit right away. Canned. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Well, hello, partner. This is John Wayne. <clears throat> Casey. As you know, the gnats on the range can get awful lonely. And even though there is no substitute for a woman's touch, there is now a substitute for a woman's dewy rose petal. Try true get personal lubricant. Tough enough for a cowboy, but gentle enough for a sheep. Try true grit today! So, Yellowstone was a park by then. Yep. In 1872, it was a park. Some wow. tourists from Raidersburg. Is it the oldest park? Like yeah. National Park? Yep. yep. We've discussed this with, with, That's uh, I remember. with Seth Bullock and uh, yeah, Soul Star. Yeah, I remember hearing that. Okay. So, yeah, you could go visit Yellowstone as a tourist. You'd have to be on horseback. And there was a chance you could get scalped. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you're... Well, you know, like every there'd be like a traffic jam on the the road going through it because a fucking bear comes out of the woods. Yeah, and it's yeah. like ooh, a bear, and then Indians run through and slice your fucking hair off. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they see a Indian on the side of the road and they're out there with their cameras, yeah, trying to feed them uh, peanuts. Yep. And there's a sign that says, "Please don't feed the Come here, little guy. the animals." I still love the the uh, there's the image. It's like don't stand on the geyser. And there's like the kid like tap dancing on a geyser with his head, his it's like blowing his fucking hat off. It'd be better if it's just cooking his meat off. Well, there's that kid that fell in one a little bit back, and all they recovered was his watch. Yeah, that was actually a friend of my mom's. Uh, it's my some some customer my mom had at one point. That was her. Well, I'm her, talking like two two or three years ago. Oh no, I'm a thinking guy, th- this is like in like the se- I don't know, late seventies or eighties. No, there was a recent yeah. one where it's the one that like the. I think the they put those signs up with the little kid, the yeah. dude standing on it, because of this. Well, kid. and there's you know all that crust and shit out there. Like you go traipsing across there, you can just plunge through some yeah. of this, you know. But I just remember there was a kid that fell into one of these holes, and it's so fucking hot, and that water is so corrosive. Yeah, that all, they, you know, he had like a, a motherfucking Casio G Shock or whatever. Yeah, and that's all they were able to recover. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's also the pictures online of that that bison. I was just saying the half cooked bison, half cooked bison chased bison. by a bear. Yeah. Like the most metal fucking. <laughs> All Jesus, right. that wasn't even a short face bear. <laughs> uh, so this party of tourists, they are tipped off by uh, actually Sherman's guide that the Nez Perce were in the neighborhood, but they were confident uh, that they would not go through the park because the geysers scared them. Really. That's what the white people That's thought. That's what they thought, whereas <laughs> most Indians were like, oh. So, uh, the tourists were still assholes even back in 1870. <laughs> <laughs> they were throwing their clothes in the geysers, and when they would uh, be thrown out, they proclaimed them clean. Well, yes. They also put garbage and shit, shit in there well, just yeah. to see it launched out. That was August 23rd, so... Did- hey, that's my birthday. Yep. Oh, yeah. Wow. Happy birthday. I wasn't born in 1871. Oh, shit. And it's also not August 23rd right now. Mm. So they decided to head home the next day, and they went to bed that night. Yellow Wolf sees uh, their campfire in the morning. Uh, He goes and tells them that he wouldn't kill them, but others might. So the tourists start cooking them dinner and giving them sugar to kind of (laughs) grease the palms there. Here, eat some sugar. (laughs) Calm the fuck down. Here's some sugar cubes. You like that, right? Some weird candy you guys mm-hmm. got going on here. What do Indians eat? <laughs> oh, give them some sugar. What do you feed a horse? Give me some sugar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold your hand flat so they don't bite yeah. you. Yeah, so their big, strong teeth don't nip your fingers. Now I'm definitely picturing like Ken Burns documentaries. Like, give me some sugar, baby. Yellow Wolf, Nez Pierce. It is. <laughs> This is my boomstick. Uh, so Yellow Wolf leads them on their way, but when they get to her eyes, they see a bunch of other Indians coming their way. Um, the advanced riser, riders kind of rush them, and uh, they kind of scared the tourists. The other warriors took them away to Poker Joe's camp. Uh, Poker Joe traded them uh, some tired-out horses for their fresh ones. And told them to uh, stick to the trees before some other Indians killed them again, too. But uh, they get a little bit away, and then Poker Joe kind of changes his mind, and uh, they have them brought back. What, the tourists? The tourists. Oh. And there they shoot the men, but keep the women and children. Oh. 
So right now, after getting re-attacked by the people who sold them the goods the <laughs> couple of days before, they're not trusting Whitey as much. Imagine that. Yeah, no shit. Mm-hmm. August 29th, Howard finds one of the tourists' body on the trail. It was there for five days, so it must have been fresh. Littering is never okay. Nah, especially in National Park. Yeah. Uh, they find another tourist that was left for dead. He was shot in the leg, hip, and head. <laughs> um, Howard uh, received word that he would be replaced by a local colonel, so he kind of stepped up his chase at that time. Uh, he figured correctly that Nez Perce would exit Yellowstone through Clark's Fork of the Yellowstone. So that'd be up through, like, Gardner? Uh, no, the northeast-ish. Not quite that, all the way that's, up that big-ass Well, pass. I guess, yeah, I guess they weren't having to stick to the road. No. I'm picturing, like, the actual entrances as we have today, you know? And so, you know, you got Gardner or there, you got West Yellowstone. I don't know if there's anything in between that that comes out that tip, you know, yeah, closer to Clark Fork. Yeah, it's the Clark's Fork of the Yellowstone. Well, I know, I, but I don't, the, know exactly there, I don't think there's originates. an actual park entrance there today, no, I don't no, think, I is what I'm saying. Because so. I'm forgetting that the purse aren't exactly on the road waiting to go through the goddamn toll booth. Yeah, that's one part I never come out as because it goes to Montana and I'm usually just going straight east. So that's what I'm saying. I think, that's, by the lake. I think that's the one that comes by Mammoth Hot Spring, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So that's, Tony, that's the one we were at. With okay. The, with the, yeah. Is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. By the Grizzlies. Yeah. Well, what's well, that real high pass right on the border by Montana? Well, that's Beartooth. That's Beartooth. That's, yeah. that's coming kind of. That's the one we came down. I had I had my band van with uh, like nine people in it and a trailer full of gear, mm. and my fucking brakes started going out halfway down. On Beartooth? Yeah, on our way on our way out of the park. No, we didn't go through Beartooth on oh, the way out of the park. We went past it was we were coming down a steep ass hill, and we ended up like. <sighs> that's the one. We had to stop. That's at, the one on the way into Gardner. Okay, we had to because stop, we stopped and yeah, we stopped I, at the the pools are there and like yeah the the mammoth. Hot springs. Yeah, I had to let the brake. Yeah, mammoth, and we had to let the brakes cool down because mm-hmm. I was not going to make it down there. Annie and I went and grabbed the pizza. I think. Well, no, I we think stopped everybody at- went to the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- but Annie and I went and got pizza because she didn't want beer, and then uh, took a nap on top of the trailer for a little while. Sounds right. And then we. Yeah, I didn't get a beer either. I had a blow and go in my car. Well, we hightailed it out of there like kind of late because we didn't get into Billings till around midnight because we yeah. were trying to go camp by the Petroglyphs, but we ended up in fucking Bighorn. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's called the fucking Little Bighorn. <laughs> anyway. And then they fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he figured correctly that the Nez Perce would exit on that corner. Uh, he would take a shortcut to f- try to find him. Uh, by September 8th, they were out of the park. The advance party he sent ahead to cut off the Nez Perce, though, was commanded by Colonel Sturgis, which Sturgis is named after him. Yeah. Uh, he also not a big he he was kind of Indian hater, like even more than normal army guys. How's that possible? I believe his like didn't his kid get killed or something like that. That I don't know. We'll some, he has some kind up. of extraneous beef. <laughs> beef with the beefs. <laughs> extraneous uh, beef sounds like you know labia, like, <laughs> whatever. Arby's. <laughs> yep. uh, so Sturgis is waiting up at a narrow pass where he thinks that. Uh, they should be coming out at, which is a perfect place for an ambush. But there is no sign of the Nez Perce because they had uh, milking devices. Yep. Uh, they had milled their ponies, which was send them in all different directions and then take off. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Pr- you'd press X. 
Yep. And it scatters everybody. So um, Howard did find the trail later, but uh, Sturgis didn't. Uh, he must have fell for the trick because he chased him down the Stinkwater River, not the Clark Fork. Mm, it's an unfortunate water. name. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you've been around those guys. You know, there's a lot of sulfur in that area. Mm-hmm. So you can pretty much picture why it's the Stinkwater. Yeah. So the Nez Perce uh, go down that canyon when where everybody thought it was too narrow to go again. And then they're out on the plains. Yeah, they just turned sideways to get through it. Yep. I'm going to make a cologne called Stinkwater. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make it. You already have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bottle my own musk. Musk ox. <clears throat> Sit on a treadmill in a 90 degree oh. room. <laughs> just wear that. Blue coat, yeah. army blue coat. Oh my god! I just <clears throat> I remember I went to go see Fury Road with with Bo, and there's a scene where they're in like a cave, in the you know it's like fucking Australia, so it's desert, hot as shit. They're in a cave. There's like 26 like fat ladies like like oh the with, milk ladies like breastfeeding <laughs> babies, and they're bottling like the other side of you know some of it. And Bo leans into me and he's like, "Man, what do you think that room smells like?" <laughs> I was like you fucking dickhead, get out of here. <laughs> Mm. Or like Anchorman. Milk was a bad choice. Yeah. So goddamn hot. <laughs> so at this time, they get word from the crow that they would not be helping them. And also, at this time, they can't find any buffalo because there are no shot buffalo them left. All. And also, now I cannot help but think of the Brandon Lee crow yeah. and not like the mind hack. And uh, now they know they have to go straight to North Dakota. Uh, it's, it's pronounced North Dakota. Actually. No, you say North to Canada. Oh, oh. nope. They They're don't. They can't. They can't North go to North Dakota because they'll get fucking annihilated. And why go to Canada? Because Sitting Bull is there. there. Even though they're not good buddies with the Sioux like no. at all, they would uh, help the crow out in fighting them. Actually, well, that thing is the crow told them to fuck off because the crow worked for the army back in the day, and they're fucking terrified of the army now so oh, right, in right. fact the crow are some of the major scouts that were used against the uh lakota the year before mm-hmm. like and there's at the um, uh, native american uh, monument at the greasy grass they have like combatants that were killed on both sides so it'll be like a lot of your army scouts were crow and i want to say some blackfoot maybe some pawnee a, i think some pawnee and maybe even some ricara some re I think, but mostly crow, like a lot of crow, mm-hmm. like a lot of crow. And that's the crow reservation yep. today. Crow agency. Mm-hmm. Right next to, uh, right north of the little town called Gary Owen. Yep. <laughs> which which is, is a big slap in the face. Yeah, which Gary Owen is, is the a song. song. Yeah, it's, it's an Irish drinking song, but it was the theme song of the 7th Cavalry, which Custer would oh, have his fucking band yeah. play right before they'd attack villages. Yeah, it's that one. So one you'll see on every yeah, yeah, Cav yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. So at this time, uh, Colonel Nelson Miles is coming from the Tongue River Cantonment. Fuck Miles City. And uh, they made that little uh, temporary fort because of the year before with the little bighorn. It's just blankets and pillows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So the Nez Perce, uh, oh, oh, that's the other thing too. Uh, Miles was taken off with the 7th Calvary too. Yep. Even though not a lot of the originals were left. 
Yeah. It's kind of like when you see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the casino. There's only like one original guy left there. (laughs) So the Nez Perce are calling Howard now a day too late instead of broken arm. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) So Howard's rationale, since he was going so goddamn slow, that uh, Miles could now cut him off. Well... (laughs) But uh, by now, the Nez Perces are only over 100 miles away from the border. Yep. Oh, um... This one, we're getting up into the Bear Paw? Almost. Okay. Uh, that's more like 50 miles away. So they have to cross, like, the Milk River... Abstract Range? Uh, and of course, the Missouri, too. And they actually sack a little camp, uh, steal some food at the Missouri, too. Um, well, they're they're going to be pop. They're trying to pop across the border, like what, right east of current day Glacier, right? Yeah. So even uh, east of Great Falls. East of Great Falls. Oh, that's some hellish country. Because they were right next to Fort Benton, which is right next to Great Falls. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so yeah, having to cross the Missouri at that point ain't fun. No, it's pretty pretty Fuck, big. Cliffs. Fucking canyony and like yeah. Yep. Missouri breaks. Yep. Good old movie with uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, Marlon Brando and Drag. It's hellish country. Hellish country. Wait, Marlon Brando and Drag? Yep. In the Old West. Hellish country. Check it out. Um, So the, oh, uh, did we mention that Miles was Howard's aide de camp back in the early days of the Civil War? We did not. Oh. so But he was. So he was like his intern. Yep. Right this down. For lack of a better term. So the Nez Perce only found a few buffalo along the way and killed them. It only took three There's weeks. only a few buffalo left. We better kill them before Whitey does. Though it was... Although they were also starving, so I forgive them. Yeah. It's fine. Though it was uh, still midday, Looking Glass said to camp there, even though there was no trees. So the Nez Perce called it the place of manure fires. Ah. <laughs> Very literal people. It's mm-hmm. like, like Icelanders. Now they are only 50 miles away from Canada. And Looking Glass kind of is now taking back control of the, uh, after crossing the Missouri. Then he slows down again. It's like, hey, home stretch. I just picture once again, like he's going slow because he's like checking himself out in his little mirror and like doing that. Hey, man. Hey, focus. <laughs> Looking focus. Glass, come on. Focus. Get, get, get back this with way, it, man. Button. Get back with it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just thinking about how awesome I look. Blown away by my own. I've, I don't even know if there's any pictures of Looking Glass. I'm sure there might be. I'm just saying, anybody that's going to carry a mirror around their neck. You're uh, so vain. Uh, if they would have stuck to Poker Joe's schedule, they'd be in Canada by now. Uh, the morning of September 30th, two scouts ride in saying they saw a buffalo stampede. That that's could the mean uh, the army was near, right? Yeah. But Looking Glass refused the idea. After another hour, a brave ran into camp and it was soldiers. Yeah. It was Miles, and uh, we forgot to mention that it snowed about five inches, too. Well, I think that, wasn't that the one, too, where they had they had sent six dudes up to Canada, or tried to, and then they got killed by, like, Blackfoot or somebody. Uh, they sent, like, six yeah. dudes, and then they thought they were coming back, and it was the fucking cavalry. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, look, the guys are, oh, shit. That was probably a Cinnaboyne. Could have been a Cinnaboyne, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the uh, battle is on now. The army split to trap him this time. And Miles actually knows what he's doing a tad better than most people at the time. Uh, Joseph ran to the horses again, and um, but they stampeded uh, because of the gunfire. Then the soldiers get between the herd and the Nez Perce. So, after that, they're kind of fucked. 
Yeah. Busted. Yep. Joseph did ride through the lines to get his wife and child, but his horse was shot up from underneath him. Uh, and his wife threw him a rifle. I never did see if he actually killed anybody, but he might have actually shot. I'm pretty sure this he, time. I, I, I think just because he wasn't wanting to fight doesn't mean he was against like defending himself. So yeah, no shit. Yep, dude, Looking Glass was pretty. Uh, Is he pretty dope? Fancy lad. He's got a sweet ass hat on. Oh fucking a! Look at that guy. He kind of. If anybody out there's ever seen, um, fuck yeah, he looks like the four non blondes. Yeah, or, or like <laughs> I was thinking the six string samurai, the devil's like chasing. Oh him. yeah, yeah. He's kind of dressed like that, dude. Yeah. Oh wait, is this another one? He's oh like, yeah, look at that. There's it's like with, if Slash was in the 1800s without the hat. He's you know. Yeah. Still, he's got the the Lord Fauntleroy haircut. Oh yeah. Pretty pimp. Pretty <laughs> pimp. Yeah, I'll post that shit too. So uh, oh, here's Joseph again. Yeah, See, the, Joseph's a dapper looking dude too, but yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's not. He's not, wearing, he's not wearing as much bling though. Yeah. A little more. A little more traditional, I guess. He's wearing blankets. Yep. All right. Uh, Joseph's brother, uh, Olicott, was uh, already shot dead. Same with Poker Joe, but Poker Joe got it from a Nez Perce bullet. Yeah, well. Um, so, oh, shit, I thought Poker Joe... I, see, I thought Poker Joe stayed in the Yellowstone region and, and like told them to get the fuck out. I didn't know he was with them. Man, that could have been somebody else. Uh, I don't know. Um, so now the Nez Perce are surrounded, but they still hold off the army all afternoon. The army did send uh, two dozen men charging into their camp, and they waited till they're about twenty feet away and shot everybody. And yeah, they ran back. Then the Nez Perce dug in, literally yep. dug trenches, which the army was definitely not used to either. That's kind of an army thing to do, not an Indian thing to do. They usually didn't like dig their little ranger graves and stuff like that. But you know, the Nez Perce had been watching. The army long enough. We're, oh, we're in a place with no trees and none of the big rocks we've been using. Well, let's dig in. Mm-hmm. Next morning, uh, October 1st, which, you know, anything about the plains, that could either be 100 degrees or, or minus like, 100 or degrees. Or it's already snowed. Yeah. Yep, and it's already snowing. Uh, shooting commenced again in the morning. Looking glass, caught a bullet in the head, so he got his comeuppance. Uh, Did he die? Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, nah, he got better. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, kind of a stalemate. There's not really much killing on either side. Uh, Miles calls a truce, asked to talk to Joseph. Uh, with everybody else dead, he thought he could speak for the whole tribe now. Yeah. <laughs> which he should have done in the fucking first place. Um, Miles wanted uh, Nespers to turn in all their weapons. Joseph said he would give them half. Uh, Miles said he would return him once he got back to the reservation. No. Sure, that's what they always Well, actually, say. from all accounts, I think Miles was actually meaning to do a lot of this shit. It's just Sherman was like, no. Yep, no. and Miles actually helps him get back to Idaho. Yeah. Believe it or not. Um, Joseph agreed to everything, but he starts back to camp, and Miles called him back, and he has him arrested. Oh. <laughs> and so they send the interpreter instead. Then once the interpreter gets back, he sees a few warriors pull a cavalry lieutenant off his horse and take him prisoner. Well. <laughs> so they lost their bargaining edge there. So the next morning, they kind of pass notes back and forth to each other and kind of meet halfway. They exchange prisoners. That night, though, Joseph was tied up and wrapped up in a blanket like a papoose on a, <laughs> on a board. <laughs> and they put him to bed with the mules. Oh, so that didn't really set good with him. And uh, he kind of tells the soldiers, 
that uh, or his uh, friends back there that the soldiers were all liars and they had to fight some more. So by at this time, uh, Howard does get to the Missouri um, and he sends two Nez Perce scouts into camp. Um, they were waving the white flag. These were reservation uh, Indians just trying to find their family. Right. One was named Worthless and the other know nothing. So they, pro- <laughs> they probably didn't Tell have a lot of really respect feel. for the non-reservation guys. Oh, look, it's shitbag and fuckface. Yeah. What do you assholes want? God, I missed Corey and Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they at least gave assurance to, insurances to the others that they wouldn't be killed. Uh, Joseph met Howard and Miles halfway, and now they figured out, uh, Joseph, that they should surrender. Joseph hands his gun to Howard first. He actually said, give it to Miles. He actually did the work. Yeah. Which was... Plus, I only got one fucking arm, so if I try to hold this thing... Yep. I'm already I'm just going to end up dropping it and accidentally shooting somebody, and then this shit starts all over again. I'm already holding my Starbucks, so... Yeah. This is where we get Joseph's famous line from where the sun stands forever and ever, I will fight no more forever and ever. Yep. Or something close to it's that. It's a much longer speech than that. Yeah. The children have no blankets and the old chiefs are dead and the my kids are in the woods. Well, I'm very much paraphrasing. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, the point is, you've probably heard the words, I will fight no more forever. Uh that's used in a lot of westerns. That's used in a lot of shit. Even though he never wanted to fight and no. tried at all costs to avoid it. Yeah. So the whole night, uh, the Nez Perce were kind of turning their weapons. Um, some of the uh, White Bird, Chief White Bird, and some of his followers slipped out and escaped. Uh, the Nez Perce uh, it was decided they would stay with Miles over the winter and then go back to Idaho when the snows were gone. Yep. That didn't quite happen, though. Well... Didn't they first, they took him to Fort Abraham Lincoln first, mm-hmm. eventually, which is way the fuck, like, almost three, well, at that point, it's but only at about that time, 300 miles, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot easier to go down the river at yeah. that point. Um, they do end up in Fort Leavenworth. Oh, actually, yep. Joseph uh, tells his nephew, Yellow Wolf, to go find uh, his mother and Joseph's oldest wife. Who are walking through the snow through enemy territory through Assiniboine. 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 Nudities. <laughs> so he just walks past the guards and no one can stop him. So about a third of them, is, <laughs> about a third of them escape and go into camp. Everybody's just tired. The soldiers like fuck it, I, dude. I know, I, I know. There's a couple guys leaving. There's still a bunch of them over there. We got most it's of them. Fine. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. We'll be right back. Tonight on Fox, the animal, not the TV station. It's the world's wildest Old West police videos. These nefarious Nez Perce have led General Howard's army on an 1,100-mile chase up and down canyons and side streets of Stevensonville, Montana. They blow right through this intersection, almost hitting a defenseless mule. Now the Montana militia has put up a roadblock. What will these naughty Nez Perce do now? They take a sharp left up the hillside and walk right past them. Now they're 40 miles away from Canada and freedom. But General Miles puts down some spike strips. 
Now Chief Joseph's horse gets a flat tire and runs into a fire hydrant. It's all over now for these criminals who only wanted to live their traditional ways. Think again. Now you'll be doing that in Leavenworth. All right, how the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go jackalope hunting? Jackalopes? Uh, jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Oh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. So, Miles gets all the credit for the capture, which he probably should, even yeah. though Howard was chasing them the whole way. Uh, Sherman did not agree to send them back home to Idaho, no. so he sends them to Leavenworth. Yep. And like I said, last summer, I got to see the area in which they were interred. Holy fucking, it's, a, it's an old army airfield now, but it's down on the floodplain right next to the Missouri. So, malaria. Mm-hmm. Then from there, they moved to the Quapaw Reservation in the Indian Territory there, uh, Oklahoma. Over the winter, they all die from flu and consumption, yep. so that's nice. Uh, Joseph, later that year, goes to D.C. to lobby for his tribe, where he's kind of the toast of the town now <laughs> by the people who wanted him dead before. Well, that's the other thing. Is, like, uh, you know, remember how we were talking about uh, during the Modoc War, like the East Coast, like, Basically, bleeding heart liberals were kind of like, oh, the, you know, they were kind of, yeah. they're the same thing with the Nez Perce. Yeah. Is they're like, oh, look, they're not scalping everybody and maybe yeah. they should have their reservation, yeah. kind of. But then it didn't matter. Well, they fucking, I mean, like, the, <laughs> the Nez tried to, like, tried to, they tried to, like, talk it out. Yeah. At, set, like, at first. Yeah. Well, a lot of times everybody else did, too. got shot at, so it's like, all right. Well, like, you know, Black Kettle tried to talk it out yeah. briefly, but, like, this is just ongoing, like, <laughs> while all the fighting's happening, they're still like, let me buy some gingerbread from you and yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, I can imagine, like, the military coming through whatever town the Nez Pierce just went through, like, <laughs> just like... I'm procuring this coffee! Totally, yeah. And, like... But they're, you know, did you see the, the Indians come through here? They're like, oh, yeah, they scared yeah. the shit out of us. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like all, all we fucking did was buy your stupid fucking flour or whatever, and we left. <laughs> I don't even like fucking yeah. lemon flavor. Just trying to prove you, <laughs> prove to you that I am here. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to cause problems. Oh, well. So, Blech. you were back me up, back on Washington. And now he's the toast of the town in oh, Washington. Yeah. Uh, he... Uh, yeah, he's so he's like going to parties and everybody's like slapping his back and he's just kind of sitting there in the corner all pissed off and it's like, this is nice that we're at parties and shit, but we My should really flirting. talk about <laughs> other things. Um, so Howard was taking even more shit for fucking it all up. Um, of course, he said a year year later he has to put down that Paiute uprising there. Um, at that time, Joseph's celebrity was rising. 
uh, after a while, Howard gave up trying to defend his actions. So he did, tried to cash in by uh, writing a book and stuff. <laughs> uh, 1881, he becomes superintendent of West Point over Sherman's, his friend's objection. There he was kind of ridiculed by teachers, but he was put at West Point by President Rutherford B. Hayes. Rutherford B. Hayes. Behave. Oh, oh behave. <laughs> he was put there uh, because they were ready to expel a cadet named Johnson Chestnut Whitaker. Was who? He a, was, he a, um, was he a white guy? Sounds, no. Sounds like he might have been a white guy. He was the first black cadet. Oh, wait, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He spent four years getting quote-unquote hazed. Yeah, hazed. Or Rutherford <laughs> hazed. Got yeah. Yeah. On the last yeah. week of his final exams, he was found uh, oh, no. hand and feet tied and slashed with a razor. The school expelled him and accused him of faking it to get back at his enemies and skip the finals. You tied yourself up <laughs> and then cut yourself with a razor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that's better than what I thought was going to happen. I thought he was going to be hazed to death or something. No, that, I mean, he was pretty close. Pretty, pretty close. close. Fuck. So Howard tried to uh, smooth this out. He got the trial moved to a neutral spot, but uh, he still... Uh, actually, the court was led by Miles, who took over Howard's old job at the uh, head of the Department of the Columbia, Northwest, and they found against Whitaker and had him expelled. Yay! Yay. And there was much rejoicing. Mm-hmm. So before Howard leaves West Point, he gets a little letter from Joseph, kind of conciliatory. Um, he was asking for his help said 150 dialed in exile. Uh, he wanted uh, Howard to actually keep his word and have him go back to Idaho. Yeah. Uh, Howard said he couldn't uh, help, but can't you make Oklahoma nice? <laughs> no. Sure. No, no one can. No. <laughs> uh, 1885, the Nez Perce do get to go back to Idaho with help from uh, Nelson Miles there. Some of them do. Yep. They only had 268 left, though. Uh, eight of them killed themselves just in exile, just for, yeah. Just out of despair. <laughs> just out of despair. Yeah. That's what exile will do to you, man. Mm-hmm. Idaho courts issued warrants for Joseph's arrest, but the train, having heard of this, did not stop in Idaho and just went straight through. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like to help it. him out? Yeah. They didn't cool. want to get him arrested, so they're Sick. just like, well, fuck it. We're That's just cool. not going to stop in the Idaho panhandle. So, uh... 118 who converted to Christianity were allowed to go to Lapwai with the rest of the guys there. Joseph and the rest went to Colville Reservation in Washington. They went to here. Look at that. Isn't that opulent luxury and just a... Wait, this is Colville? That's Colville. That's what they always say in the history books. Well, that's Colville. (laughs) And, of course, Colville was just a catch-all for all the tribes up in northeast... Washington well, I, there. I guess the important part is like, you know, think about the rest of Washington state and the amount of like timber and trees and st- stuff and the this, picture. This is the part without. The, the picture just Tony just took is like <laughs> I mean there's some. It looks like there's at least a little creek going through there too. But it's pretty sparse where they have these folks set up rocks and rattlesnakes. It yeah. looks almost as sad as Aberdeen. At least we have plenty of rattlesnakes. <laughs> Feed our children rattlesnakes. Joseph also gets a new friend in uh, Colonel John Gibbon. Um, yep. Now he's a general and uh, commander of the Columbia since uh, Miles moved on. 
He tried to help him with better treatment. Um, like Quanta Parker and Red Cloud, Joseph proved his real legacy in campaigning for his people. Yep. Um, so uh, Joseph refused to go to Lapwai again. Said, "If you can't have the wall, I'll, yeah, he didn't want to go. He didn't yeah. want to go." 1891, uh, Charles Erskinewood, that was the guy we were talking about, uh, Howard's second-in-command. Um, he became good friends with uh, Joseph while he was stationed in Fort Vancouver, Portland. Um, he sent his 12-year-old son, Erskine, to Colville to live with Chief Joseph for oh, a summer. Oh, yeah! I forgot about that. With him, he had an autographed copy of Teddy Roosevelt's Ranch Life book and... Of course. Good, <laughs> I like to imagine Teddy Roosevelt on his knuckles just has ranch life tattooed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've ever read ranch life is actually kind of an awesome read. Well, it's about, pretty good. It's about uh, making food primarily out of like ranch dressing, right? Mm-hmm. It's about making food out of everything that moves. Oh. Usually with the application of bullets. Ranch moves. And branding and irons. You yep. pour it down a hill, it'll totally move. This is this is my Cattle, yeah, cattle operation. I'm going to spend nine days there. I'm going to spend the other 21 out hunting. Yeah, hunting fucking yeah. swift foxes because it's it's condensed into two books now: Ranch Life and The Hunting Trail. It's actually a yeah, pretty good read. Ranch uh, Life. Uh, that's probably going to be our uh, end uh, season finale. What Ranch, Ranch Life, Life. And the Hunting Trail? Yeah, TR in the Badlands at least. Okay. Okay. I well, I think he's supposed to be doing. You got Joe Meek coming yep. for us. Yeah, I've been. Oh. Uh, I've been uh, checking. I've got. I've got it halfway written. Okay. Oh, we're gonna do a, do a reverse. Yep. Wow. Well, it'll, be a, it'll be a double, double fucked. Wow. Double stuffed. Yeah. Uh, two girls, one cupped. Yep. Oh, two Joes, one show. <laughs> Howard retires as commander of East in New York. But as the Spanish War, uh, four years later, he tried to re-up, but was turned down by Nelson Miles. Yep. He's like, you're too old and you have one arm. So he arm. turned to what is called, uh, he called it Christian warfare, to steer troops away from saloons and brothels. Pray the <laughs> so he gets gale away, drunk away. Yep. All he, that, anything bad away. Yep. Yep. He gets to revisit all his sites through the south. Uh, where Chickamauga and uh, his, he was actually in the Seminole War in Tampa too. He traveled around and found that people forgot all about his fuck ups and actually liked him now. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually kind of saw people uh, getting along in the South a little bit after Reconstruction failed. <laughs> at least now I'm know. picturing some kind of shitty musical like, oh, we've, you know. Uh, yeah, he actually goes to Cuba and sees uh, Leonard Wood. Yep. Uh, Governor of Cuba at the time, rebuilding and improving stuff. And Clara Barton, head of the Red Cross. Yep. Um, his son, Guy, died in the Philippines. Who the fuck names her kid Guy? Sorry for anybody out there named Guy, but still, it's like, who's fucking Guy over here? Yeah. Like, hey, Guy. Hey, Guy. Hey, Guy. I wonder what came first, the name Guy or the... Oh, Guy has been around for a long time. Yeah, but what about the, the, the word this guy or that guy over there? That's I would the- say that guy over there is later... Probably, maybe it was such a such a ubiquitous name. That yeah, like, they just, no. just like, oh, this fucking Mike over here. You know how like everybody that gets the sex workers a John. Yeah, I guess probably one of those things. Uh, the Chinese had so their own many names Mike. Too. So many Mike. 
Actually, I think it goes back to, I don't know if I'm right or not, uh, to Guy Fox. Yeah, I was That's why it's kind of like a diss. Hey, Guy, remember, where are you going, Guy? Remember, remember, remember the 5th of November. That's true. In that, treason and plot. In that, um, that uh, Charlie Sheen movie, uh, the, the Wraith, where he dies and comes back as a car, the bad guy yep. in that like calls everybody Guy. They're like, hey, Guy. What's your fucking problem, guy? Like, that's... He fucking says that word so many times in well, that movie. Guy Fox happened in, what, the 1500s or something? Something close like to that. Like, very long... When the guy... Oh, okay. When this they tried to, when they tried to blow up fucking Parliament, you would know it from the assholes that... Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the anonymous. Yeah, or, like, uh, V for Vendetta right. is based off the... V for Vagina. V for Venerian. So anyway, guy comes back dead on a wow, steamer. We got the, some edge lord shit happening today. V, v for vendetta and the crow, like just <laughs> and the wraith. And the wraith. <laughs> Fuck. It's a cool like Charlie Sheen dies and comes back as a cool ass car. I will say that. Yeah. The reason why Granada. he's not in the movie so much is he yeah, was actually having a real career. Oh yeah, no. They he made like platoon. They wanted him to come back and do reshoots, and he couldn't. He's like, no, I'm not coming back for the reshoots because this is a shitty ass so movie. They reshoot. He has bad taste in films. I'll say that. It's a fucking great movie. Ooh, Navy my, Seals. My dad rented that movie from her Banco video like 20 times for me. <clears throat> there came a point where we kept renting the same movie so many times, like a handful of movies, so many times that uh, he bought a second VCR and started taping shit, like started like making, you know, do sure, copies Statue of Statute Limitations. I still have a bunch of those tapes. Well, it says never... right on the first screen that you're not supposed to do that. Scotland Yard oh, might but be he out didn't, of you. No, no, he didn't. He didn't tape that part. He just taped the rest of the. Oh, movie. okay. Well, and he also now he's he's safely. He's no safely longer, out no of longer with us. <laughs> Correct. They're never gonna find. Come him. at me, FBI. <laughs> anyway, the, his uh, dead son comes back on the steamer called the Belgian King, Ooh. which Whoa. is a reference to King Leopold II. Wait, his son died and turned into a boat. Yep. Yep. Uh, but King Leopold II, if you don't know about uh, the Dutch fucking over Africa, he like is responsible for like millions of deaths. Cutting off arms. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> even more good news. 1900, Joseph goes to the wall uh, again to visit. Um, he was still working. Wait, what wall? The wall. He was still trying to get his land back there. Even uh, later gets to sing into an Edison recording machine. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. His voice is out there? Yep. Should be. Fucking way. Uh, he gets a town named shit. after him up there. Um, but of course, he still wouldn't get a reservation, though. No. The valley has a population of 6,000 at the time. Good but news, that... Joseph. We've named a town after you. <laughs> Unfortunately, the founding document does not allow Native Americans to live in this town, along with blacks or mulattoes or any other Irish. <laughs> Irish or Italians. <laughs> <laughs> Only white people. Oh, Chinamen or... Yep, no Catholics. Yeah. Uh, the valley had a population of 6,000, but not enough room for Joseph's 150. No. But he did get to visit his father's grave. But what he did know, that shortly after he left it, uh, it was dug up by the guy he asked to protect it. And Joseph's dad's skull was taken and displayed at a dentist's office in Baker City, Oregon. At least he didn't sell it. Yeah, yeah it's just, just on display. Yeah. yeah. Which they th just use it for medical use. Just, this is your molar. Or this is your just bicuspid. This, just disturbing amount of skulls just being sold. Like, I mean. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make a fucking ashtray out of it. Well, you yeah. Uh, 1904, Howard is still traveling and lecturing, still telling the same old fucking stories about Gettysburg. So there I was, 
Ooh, I found I found uh, Chief Joseph's speech. Well, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. f- like recorded on the Edis machine. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it for you guys. Uh, we're just check this, check this out. Yeah, Man, yeah. Those old recordings are fucking haunting, no matter what they are. But yeah, like a dude playing a drum and singing into one of those. Yeah. Although, yeah, for like, uh, holy shit, us and clean up your, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. the fuck. Switch to tape or something. Yeah, yeah. You wax cylinders. Something with a... Like an animal. I'm sure Tesla could have done a lot better. That's right, but he was too busy loving on them pigeons and creating mm -hmm. like... And he was recording people's thoughts instead of their sound they were making. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, So over the years, Joseph was still kind of famous. He met with Teddy Roosevelt twice. Of course, it didn't fucking help him. So you're telling me you'd like to move back to the Walla Walla? Sorry. Well, can I shoot anything in the wall? You already shot it all. Oh, shit. Uh, 1903 goes to a UW football game. Whoa, what? No way. (laughs) I don't know if they're playing Oregon State or something like that. (laughs) Fucking. uh, He was cheered loudly, though. I'm sure he was part of the halftime show with Shakira and (laughs) J-Lo. Yeah. 1904, Howard is still traveling and lecturing. Uh, God damn. He helped put a Carlisle-type school in Portland, if you know any of those. That's What's a Carlisle-type school? That's where they take Indian children against their will from their families oh, and try to make yeah. them as white as possible. I guess I'd right? never heard of the actual term Carlisle school. I know about those schools. But uh, l- later that year, they uh, Joseph and Howard get to re-meet again at the actual Carlisle school. I forget where, I think that was Illinois. I don't know. I can't remember. Did Joseph like Joe Pescium with a fucking ballpoint pin in the neck a bunch of times? Of course not. He should have, but no. <laughs> um, uh, Howard spoke to the crowd, but crowd, not crowed. crowd. <laughs> spoke to the crow. <laughs> Too many Why crows. Is it still <laughs> he again tried to shift blame away from himself, saying the Indians rebelled and I was sent there to carry out the government instructions. But at least he uh, called on Congress to pay back re- reparations of it for Joseph and his people. Which didn't happen. Never no. happened. Okay, cool. Uh, Joseph got to speak in his native tongue, uh, which the students weren't allowed to do. And he forgave Howard in his speech. And he only had kind words to say about the school. Um, he didn't want any of his bands, uh, any of his children taken, though, obviously. Yeah. Um, Y'all enjoy your education. Uh, my kids won't be joining you here. Ever. Never. Mm-hmm. I have anything ever, to say about ever, it. Ever, ever, uh, Later, he spends two months along with Geronimo and Red Cloud as an expedis- uh, exhibition. Sorry, yep. I can't talk today. With old Buff- Buffer Bill. Uh, this uh, was actually at St. Louis's World Fair. Okay. So you pay a nickel, and you get to see three old Indian chiefs stand there and just scowl at you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment. Well, I mean, they're next to Yang and Ang and every other fucking right. fucking oofty goofty and whatever the <laughs> oofty oh, god. Goofy. Yes, oh, god. every other fucking me. thing like JoJo the Seal Face Boy. I don't know if that's a thing, but I guarantee you there had to be something like that. Uh, short face bear. Yeah, short face bear. Short face. Carla the short face bear. Dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> 
Uh, so later, just goes back to Nespleum on the Colville. Uh, most of the tribe goes to pick hops in Yakima, including his wife, for our very tasty beer. All the IPA that you can drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph dies alone in his tent, and he was buried there in Nespleum and uh, not the uh, valley of uh, where his dad was. Well, what's the official cause of death on uh, old Joseph there from the... Quote, died of a broken heart. Oh, my God. I was about to make a joke. He died of a broken heart. That's what's on That's his death certificate. I mean... I, he has every right to die. He was not heart. super fucking old either, really. Like uh, no, he was probably in the sixties. Yeah, yeah, he was around sixty. Howard hey, what dies. Year was that? Nineteen oh four. Oh four. Yep. Howard dies in nineteen oh nine back in Vermont, still lecturing on Gettysburg. Have you, have you heard my Gettysburg? Uh, Wood uh, Erskine Wood, uh, like we said, was still alive in nineteen forty two, fighting f- for his Japanese friends yep. as a lawyer. Um, Yellow Wolf lived until 1935, and he got to tell his side of the story, too. So, man, that's where we get all the information. What a fucking crazy thought. I'm sure I've said it before, but, like, being involved in some insane bullshit in, like, the, the quote-unquote Wild West, and then living to see, like, World War II happen and cars start driving around and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. that's got to be fucking nuts. Well, I mean, there's, We're like, further away from World War II now than, than they, 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 were, they were from, yeah. 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 Well, like, I mean, think, think about even, like, World War fucking one. I mean that's yeah. Well, that's like what uh, ten years after Joseph, or well, actually nineteen eleven. Nineteen eleven, right, or twelve? Yeah, well, nineteen seventeen when we got involved. Yeah, but nineteen fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. But still, that's only ten years that's after crazy. that. That's when. Well, we're talking about dudes with fucking Gatling guns on horseback. Well, these guys had water-cooled guns and some horseback still, but then that's the advent of the tank. And the mustard airplane. gas, and the machine gun, and the airplane. Yeah, that and, was something and, I, I enjoyed seeing. On, something I enjoyed seeing on like it was some Memorial Day thing, but they like they were showing like footage of uh, of uh, you know biplanes and shit like in World War One, where they they pretty much used them to scout locations because yeah. they were they didn't put guns or anything on them well, until could, the end of the war. They couldn't at first, right? But they the cavalry guys were fucking like at a certain point were kind of useless, so they would they and those were the crazy guys. Yeah, and so they'd be like, well, shit, hop. Let me hop on the plane with you, man. I want to see this shit. All right, cool. So they'd bring their fucking handguns, and most of the time with those scouting planes, you'd see other planes flying around, like enemy planes. There's nothing you could do except flip them off and yell at them. Oh. And the cavalry guys would pull out a fucking handgun start shooting yeah. at, at the other plane. And then they got the idea of like, hey, what if we made high explosives and dropped them out of the plane? So there'd be like a dude in the back with a fucking handgun <laughs> with goggles on, looking over the side, <clears> and then be like, all right, whoop, pull a fucking bomb out from his seat and throw it off the fucking plane. Yep. Awesome. This shit is crazy. Well, it's like the machine guns on the plane, they had to figure out the... Uh, oh, how the, it, the, the interrupter, the right? The interrupter, because otherwise they're just shooting through their own propellers. Yeah. But so so they turn off every time the propeller came by. Yep. But once they figured out how to fuck around with that, ooh, it was on. Yeah. Because you're... Well, picture that. You're flying around in a goddamn balsa wood and canvas fucking aircraft. Oh, yeah. It's got it was, less less to it than a fucking like actual car. But, but the machine guns are used on these fucking things aren't exactly blowing little angel kisses at you. It's like yeah. fucking deer rifle ammo. Yeah. You know, like holy fuck. Wait, are they hunting deer up there? No, but it's just big old what three oh three British and fucking hot six and big old bullets. Giant fucking bullets. Big old bullets. And you're man. flying around in a fucking kayak. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Then thirty years later the Nazis are launching Rockets. V2 into rockets. London. <laughs> yep. Ah, man. Just 
And like, then we steal the Nazis and make our own rockets. You know, like we're talking about that 5G, five, what is it, 5G sadness or 5G? Oh, yeah, direct, <laughs> uplink direct to your, to your hands. Yeah. Well, it is sad that uh, there's just miscommunication across the board, and it could have fucking, they could have just had a happy little, I mean, not super happy, but they, they couldn't have not gone to war. They could have just been like, hey, white flag, dickheads, we're coming over to fucking make our peace. Sorry. Sorry. That's every fucking one of these, but this one God is the damn. most heartbreaking because they went even even while they're in combat, yeah. going out of the way, not to, hey, just don't desecrate yeah, stuff. They, the they, I'm sure they were thinking, like, this will be this will get a blowover They, they had some troubles with the, the young bucks who were wanting to do yeah, some desecration sure. shit, but that always seems to be, like, with the dog soldiers, yeah. you know, like, hey, guys, stay in camp. Fuck you. We're going to go kill some civilians. Yeah. But, I mean, just every fucking time, just, oh, we want to make a deal, like, da 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 And I they just, really yeah. only killed, like, what, five people at first? At first. At first. And, and they were getting That's many times more than... And, and they were all shitheads. And it was fucking, like, they were getting back at them for fucking for up For shooting people. a lot of their people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and stealing their cows and horses and, and their, squatting yeah. on their land and... But see, it's not their land because they didn't sign the treaty, but also it is their land because they didn't agree to the shitty treaty that would have made them give up their land. So, fuck. Yep. <laughs> I do I do like the idea of um, if, you know, if they're going to have to be at war, they got them, they're all holed up behind a couple of rocks, two guys, and every time fucking honkies try to get to the water, they just start firing at them. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shit, fuck. Everybody's scared. I think they're gone <laughs> now. Yeah, we, we Poke your head up. Hired, Ow. Held, up held up like an entire battalion for <laughs> That's pretty fucking badass. <laughs> like, That's pretty fucking badass. Well, I like the fact they didn't even notice that everybody else is kind of fucked off. Like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, shit, <laughs> I still got a pack. Like, what the fuck are we doing? But, yeah, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So a lot of people ask us how how is the West fucked? <laughs> well, that's just let me count the ways. This is it. Don't worry, <laughs> it's going to get more fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're on our way now. Well, destroying the land that we took. We always forget about oh, yeah. that end of things too. Yeah, the fuck that's about to come. Oh, that's in progress. <laughs> like it has been. You know, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing is we we will be able to like run through. The whole course of our, our you know, our, our, our stated mission of like, you know, 1900 to, you know, maybe about 1910. And just be able to start right where we left off with like, you know, less Indian atrocities and shit, you know, and, and more just like massive strip mining and chemical spills and oil spills and stuff. We could just start right the fuck over. Yep. With just Monsanto and fucking. Butte. Yeah. Oh, Butte. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. That pristine lake that. Thousands of geese just die on contact with the water. Yeah, that's the one that like all the, the there's like a it made a petri dish of like of like what's of, he- like it's goose, he- it's goose he- flora from their fucking butthole. Kind of that, but yeah. it's it's all the heavy metals and shit that yeah. like yeah, it's just it's creating new organisms that'll one day yeah. take over the earth. But yeah, so. well, if they're more fit and smarter than us, fucking have at well, it. Well, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anyways, it's but, not not just the West that's fucked. So are all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we maybe deserve it, or maybe not. Uh, you know, you know, let's get fucked. Yeah. So, I'd rather just go out in a hail of gunfire. Yeah, before the bacteria get us. 